brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Halloween. Max, what's going on? Hey, happy Halloween, folks. I uh, hope you uh, can get out there and, and steal candy from kids. So that's what you need to do. You just need to go out and just, just steal bags of candy. The kids do all the hard work, and you just steal the candy from them. Oh, you Simple. mean like when they get home, bring the candy, take it away from them, not go bag oh, snatching. No, 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 go bag snatching. Oh, Jesus. No, just, just, just go out there and just steal. Like, they do all the hard work and just steal it. Just steal the, steal the bags of candy. You know, go ahead, do it. Max, uh, you're sounding like the government right now. Uh, you listen, uh, you know, uh, it's it's not like I only take 20%. I want to take the whole thing. <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, the candy tax is real from one parent to another. Max, you would love being over in my neighborhood because we've got several. I mean, more than a few uh, homes that have candy for the kids, but they got a little something-something for the adults, some jello shots and some, uh, a few different alcoholic side things. I don't know how the fuck they're getting by with this. They're advertising it, but uh, you can get yourself a little drink while you're taking the kids uh, out there to that candy. Sounds safe. That sounds, that sounds, I know, right? sounds really safe. Uh, when you said a little something-something, I, I thought I was like, oh, am I getting some tricks? Is that it? You know, the kids are getting the treats, and I'm, gonna, uh, I'm getting some tricks. Um, that's a genius idea. It really fucking is. God damn it. Wow. We just redefine Halloween, especially because, I mean, you know, uh, most like female Halloween costumes, if you go to a Halloween costume shop, it's just like slut. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's the costume. It's like, right. I don't, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's like, this is, this is a tuxedo. No, it's a slutty tuxedo. Oh, God is bless a it. Nurse? God no, bless it's a it. slutty nurse. They did not dress up like that when I was, uh, you know, in my prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got lots to talk about. Let's not Tons. talk about Halloween and stealing candies from kids. Um, let's uh, let's uh, talk some NFL. We had, uh, this is week eight. We just had completed, right? So uh, let's mm-hmm. let's kind of get into it. Panther, you still doing your questions today? I got, I got two questions for you today, but I think it's enough to... Uh, keep the conversation going. All right. Well, let me let me get through uh, Max's week eight week eight touchdown. I'm I'm gonna do something a little different this oh. week. I'm I'm gonna play uh, NFL bingo, bingo. So get your bingo cards out and see if you had the following items on your bingo card entering this season. Number one, did you have the Falcons leading the NFC South at any <laughs> point this season? <laughs> After winning a nail-biter against the Panthers yesterday, Falcons are your NFC South leaders at 4-4. Mariota has his team playing much better than they had been playing with Matt Ryan under center the past few seasons. And the scary thing is they probably should have a better record. One-point loss to the Saints in Week 1. Take that one as as a possible win. Uh, That that come-from-behind win against the Rams. Only lost by 4 to the Rams. Possibly should have beat the Rams. 
And then a few weeks back, they almost beat the Bucks, right? So, I mean, this team could actually be like a six-win team. Uh, looking at their schedule, I, I count five, maybe six winnable games for them here out. So nine and eight win, nine and eight team winning the South could happen. Uh, number two, okay, on, on your bingo cards, did you have PJ Walker as the best quarterback on the Panthers? <laughs> and, and listen, it's not even close. It's not even fucking close. Walker is doing things on offense that Baker Mayfield, a number one draft pick, that Sam Darnold, a number three draft pick, just couldn't do. That Hail Mary to DJ Moore, the throw of the year. Absolutely the throw. Fucking amazing. So far, like, insane. And did I mention that Walker was undrafted? He's an Elizabeth, New Jersey native. He went to Temple University. He ended up on the practice squad of the Colts. Uh, undrafted uh, he started kind of making name for himself in the xfl remember that season that got went unfinished the 2020 un, uh, unfinished season yeah, yeah. he he led the league in passing touchdowns and passing yards so then uh, matt rule of course was his coach at temple brought him in as a backup quarterback for carolina and he was the backup behind teddy bridgewater he played a couple games here and there Entered this year as a third stringer. I can listen. I know Carolina is going to be enamored with whatever next fucking quarterback bus draft pick that they're going to want to bring in. But maybe they already have the quarterback of the future on the roster. And his name is PJ Walker. Point number three on your uh, bingo cards. Did you have Geno Smith as the best quarterback in the NFC West? Uh, Though, I think Christian McCaffrey might be coming for his crown right now after his performance yesterday. I think, uh, you know, it might be Geno 1, Christian McCaffrey 1B in uh, the the best quarterback in the NFC West. Uh, Geno has the Seahawks playing so fucking hard, right? And and after the game, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, interview, his two top wide receivers basically threw some shade at the former quarterback there, uh, making references like, hey, see what's possible if you aren't out there looking to get all the credit. That's what they kind of said. It's like, yeah, look, look, look what's possible. You know, and Gino's not only kind of harnessing all of his talent. There was a moment in the game, and I don't know if you guys caught this. Amazing how he's kind of developing into a leader. Uh, Tyler Lockett dropped this the fucking gimme of a touchdown yesterday. And he was sitting on the sidelines, head down, fucking distraught. And Gino basically went up to him, and you didn't hear the audio, but it was along the lines of, hey, just be ready for the next one. And in the fourth quarter, Gino went back to Lockett, fucking threw a Bomb to him. Lockett caught the touchdown. Fourth quarter. Take the lead from the Giants. Uh, as for, listen, as for the other NFC West quarterbacks, uh, Matt Stafford passed to Allen Robinson this week. <laughs> That's a plus, right? And he might actually have to, he might have to continue to do so. Oh, boy. Because, because Cooper Cup injured his ankle in garbage time. Thank Ugh. you, Sean McVay, for, for stat padding the best wide receiver option you have. And uh, he might be out for a while. So, there you go. Enjoy Robinson. Uh, Kyler Murray, listen, he played well despite the Call of Duty drop, but was not enough to beat the Vikings. And Jimmy G, he didn't have Debo Samuel to make him look good this week, but he did have that guy, Christian McCaffrey, who threw, caught, and ran for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Also put up 94 yards on the run. Uh, hey, Sean, maybe you should try it a little bit fucking harder to trade for him. <laughs> Next on the NFL bingo card, did anyone have... Russell Wilson saying, let's ride Broncos country over three times this season. Because he did it again. And God, was it cringeworthy again. And the reporter who was interviewing, just you could see her eyes rolling as he fucking said, listen, I, I'm still convinced that, that Russell is pretending to be a quarterback that he thinks he should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 he just doesn't know how to act like a quarterback. So he's just, I'm going to pretend to be this. 
Now, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. His, his, apparently his airplane aisle high fucking kicks paid off. The Broncos got the win. They beat the Jags in London this week. But if you're telling me that a 250-yard performance in a four-point win over the Jags on a 3-5 and five team is what the Broncos ownership are happy about spending all of that fucking money on, then I only got four words for you. Let's ride, Broncos country. Next up on the <laughs> NFL bingo card, did anyone have a- Andy Dalton outplaying the combined forces of Derek Carr and Jared Stidham in the same game? <laughs> Dalton threw for 229 yards, two touchdowns. The Saints blew out the Raiders. Uh, Carr, Carr threw for 101 yards, one interception. Stidham chipped in 72 yards. Actually, Stidham 72 yards. He, he looked better in his limited action than Carr looked at the whole game. Uh, New Orleans, of course, shut out Vegas 24-0. Oof. Uh, apparently led to another closed door session between ownership and Josh McDaniels. And you got to wonder what's, what's the penance for losing games. Does, does Al Davis, uh, who not Al Davis, who's the Davis now? That, uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark Davis, Mark Davis. Does Mark Davis make a, uh, McDaniels cut his hair? Is that it? Is that the fucking penance Ooh. there? <laughs> You know know what a big game, though? Alvin Kamara had a big fucking game. Rushed for 62 yards, had a touchdown, and then uh, caught 96 yards, two touchdowns. Now, Kamara's name has popped up in trade rumors. In fact, both the Eagles and the Bills have inquired about Kamara. Uh, I think uh, the uh, the, the Saints want the number one draft pick uh, back. I think think the the Eagles own the the Saints draft pick. I think they want that back in exchange for Kamara. but I think I have a solution here. Maybe the Raiders should trade for him because with the way Christian McCaffrey threw the ball for the Niners yesterday, maybe Kamara could just be the next fucking quarterback for the Raiders. Uh, number six, did did anyone have on their bingo card every team in the NFC East and the AFC East 500 or better at the same point in the season? Happened yesterday. Commanders beat the Colts, improved to four and four. Patriots beat the Jets, improved to four and four. Um, Listen, you know, Washington's kind of saying Carson who right now, right? They've won three in a row and uh, kind of in the thick of it in a very competitive NFC East division. Now, of course, some bird team, some random bird team is the cream of the crop there in the NFC East. Uh, they beat the Steelers to improve to seven and zero. Cowboys look like the be- best next team, but I'm not, I'm not really going to fucking be super impressed by them flexing all over Justin Fields and the goddamn Bears yesterday. They're six and two. Uh, Giants, of course, lost to the Seahawks. They dropped to six and two in the AFC Bills. They improved to six and one. They had that 10 point win over the Packers in prime time last night. Uh, Dolphins, they snuck out a road win over the Lions to improve to five and three. Uh, And yeah, of course, the Jets dropped to five and three. So here you go. (laughs) AFC East and NFC East, every team 500 or better. Last one up. Okay, I honestly think you guys might have had this on your NFL bingo card. Derrick Henry tying the record for the most 200-yard rushing games. And listen, you know, we we, we thought that um, maybe King Henry would be a step slower after being banged up last season. Uh, And he did. He started the season a little bit slower. But man, this guy's in a fucking groove right now. And yesterday with his starting quarterback out, he put the team on his back, rushed for 219 yards, two touchdowns. And in doing so, he now got his sixth ever 200-yard rushing game. That ties him with two guys. Beatty McChild and Stabby McWife. He's tied with those guys for number one. <laughs> so, so, so congrats, King Henry. I hope you break this record. I, I really hope you can break this record like the current record holders break laws. And that is Max's week eight touchdown. There was no proof on the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> oh man! All right, real quick, we got uh, Panthers questions to ponder. Only two because we know how Max likes to have his eighty percent talk time. We'll give him some more talk time. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams currently sit outside the playoff picture. Will any of them make the playoffs? And if so, who? And number two, opposite side of the spectrum, Detroit, Houston, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Cleveland, and the Raiders all have two wins or less. Who finishes with the worst record and gets that first overall draft pick? Maximus Prime? Did you write them down this time? I, no, I, Way you went fast. really, really fast, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, can, uh, just say Houston on the second one. <laughs> so, okay, who who are the first teams you mentioned that are on the outside looking in? I know Green Bay Rams. Who else? Uh, Bucks. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay gets in. Tampa Bay gets in. I think that that's the one team that does get in. Uh, if somehow they're they're going to right. I mean, somehow because somebody has to win that division, right? Somebody has to win that division. Uh, Green Bay, man. Um, you know, what's funny, too, is 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 I hate when I have to admit that Arch is right about something. But I, I, I discovered something about their defense uh, yesterday is that um, they are they, they're one of the best pass defenses in the league. Right. That's what they do. Well, is they defend against pass. Because no one's passing on them because they can just run all the fuck over them. <laughs> you don't even need to pass on the Green Bay. Just fucking run all over them. And so Green Bay's got uh, they, they I don't even know if they can make enough plays. I don't know if uh, in, in, in trades to, to get a wide receivers in there. They've got a major dearth of talent on offense right there. Uh, Rogers kind of looks disinterested. Uh, he's joking on the sideline as they're fucking losing. I, I I worry about them, uh, and and the Vikings don't look like they're going to Viking things up at this point in time. So that that's going to be tough for them to get a a, a wild card spot. Rams are done, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fucking, the, yeah. the Rams are fucking done. Uh, they they that was a no show. And if Cooper Cup is out, so out of those three, I would say Tampa Bay. What do you think, Arch? Yeah, Tampa Bay. If there is a chance, it's going to be Tampa Bay. I think so too. That's it. Circle that. Tom gets his head right. They kind of smooth some things out. They're not that bad. They have a lot of talent. They they can make a run for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's then, the trade. Yeah. I was like, tomorrow's the trade deadline. Will Green Bay make a move? Uh, the Brandon Cooks is the big name that's out there that Green Bay is interested in. Um, but the but the Giants are salivating over Brandon Cooks as well. So uh, I I don't know. I I, I Green Bay. Might just stand pat. That seems what they've been doing the last fucking couple of years. I know they tried to make a play for uh, OBJ last season, and he went to the Rams instead. Um, but OBJ looks like he's uh, Buffalo bound. That's that's my oh. guess. Is that uh, OBJ ends up in Buffalo? And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think Green Bay makes a play. I think they stand pat. Yeah, Houston's the worst team. In the NFL, you, you think Houston's the worst team? They are. Yeah, I think they are. They look so. They look so fucking helpless on Sunday too. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't. I can't make an argument for anybody else other than Houston. They just look completely befuddled out there. They're playing a different game than everybody else. I listen at this point though. I almost think that I, I agree. I think Houston is the worst team. I think Detroit has a lot more talent than Houston, and you know. Uh, but I almost wonder if Detroit's just like, yeah, fuck it, we're done. Uh, let's get a quarterback. <laughs> you know, let's let's just get let's move. You know, because they got so much other fucking talent on that offense. Imagine if they had a fucking quarterback that 
wasn't you know worth fucking uh, a bag of uh, magic beans you know um i i agree with you i think i think houston's the worst out of that bunch yeah you know the problem with houston though is they still get to play the colts again and the colts are so bad that houston could accidentally win one because the colts will trip and fall down into this conglomerate of shitstorm football teams <laughs> so uh I, yeah, the colts are bad they're so bad um so they'll they'll be back down here too but um it's kind of hard to argue with houston they just have nothing on the offensive side or the defensive side. It's not even like they're even trying hard. Some of these other teams at least look like they're trying, but uh, yeah, Houston's pretty bad. That's all I got for the questions this week. You know, I just have to eat this a little crow here. I, as much as I can't believe it, the bears are figuring things out. Whoa. It's, it's like, yeah. they, it, it, it's like the bears <laughs> staff snuck into the Ravens, uh, Ravens facilities and stole a look at their playbook. And they're like, wait a minute. You mean Justin Fields can be a run first quarterback. And they figured it out, man. What did they, what did they, they scored 29 on the Cowboys. Very, impre- yeah, I, yeah. Very yeah, impressive. Yeah. And then they, they, you know, they put a clown suit on the Patriots last week and yeah, their offensive philosophy has definitely shifted. I mean, the Bears, all of a sudden, you know, Justin Fields isn't holding them back. It's everybody else kind of holding them back now because it's not a very talented team. I'm a little worried about the Bears moving forward. Imagine, I mean, you know, like I said, they scored 29 on the Cowboys. Imagine what the Bears could do against the Packers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they already played them twice? Oh, they will. But they played them <laughs> once and didn't do so well. But this new look Bears is, is going to be a real problem for the Packers. Oh, man. Uh, I told you, Justin Fields is the future. I told he, you guys that. <laughs> he, he looked better than Lawrence, Wilson, Mills, um, Jones. No, he, D- demonstrably uh, so. He, he can't throw the ball worth shit, but you don't kind of need him to. If, if it is that run first and teams have to, you know, uh, defend that, um, I just, I don't want him to make a throw. Like, I, I, just, I, 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 I seize up every time he fucking tries to throw the ball. But just imagine if, like, to our just point, just imagine if he actually had some talent on his team where he had somebody to throw it to. I mean, he had Allen Robinson last year, Panther. Did I mention that Allen Robinson caught some passes this week? Uh, yeah, which is amazing because Stafford's got about as good an offensive line as uh, Justin Fields does. <laughs> it took him one season and six weeks to figure out what to do with him, and now all of a sudden they figured it out. They're, they're a problem. They're a problem. And Derek Carr was, of course, the worst quarterback rating in the nfl yeah awful just fucking awful you know and we talked about the jets we laud the jets their quarterback away from being a really good team zach they wilson are, yeah looked yeah. abysmal just abysmal three interceptions yesterday um not not great and it's funny too because i jinxed it I, you know and i think i said in the pre-show yesterday on max bet was uh you know we were talking about teams that i i, I really uh, believed in after the top three and i was like well, i think it's the jets except for their quarterback mm-hmm. and i was like but they're probably going to lose this week and yeah. <laughs> that fucking happened. All right, and what, last thing I want to say: the Giants no longer kept got it getting away with it. No, I, and I I called that yesterday yeah. too. Was like, yeah. I, I know Maxi was on the Giants, and I was like, listen, I think uh, there's you know they're going to go out, out to the West Coast playing Seattle. That that stadium is going to be louder than they've been in years, uh, rallying behind Geno. And yeah, the the fucking uh, pumpkin, uh, you know, turned back into a pumpkin at midnight there. Absolutely. Yeah. They had to catch up to him, right? Because we've yeah. been talking about it all season. Like, they're a mirage. But they've, they've won enough games, and the teams that we were talking about, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, and the Rams, can't get it out of their own damn way. The Giants will still limp their way into the playoffs. <laughs> all right. 
long intro. Let's uh, let's take a breather. Let's be succinct in the second half. Let's talk about the book club. A lot of guys listening live right now. A lot of guys commenting, and I'll get to those comments hopefully later in the show. But for now, uh, if you sign up now, if you literally sign up now, you you can't comment because you're, you're listening to a recording and you're not listening live. But you could listen live tomorrow, and all you got to do is go to thedegens.net. Uh, sign up now for three free days after that, uh, $25 a month. And then there's a couple little instructions for you to sync up your uh, your Patreon account to our Discord so you can make sure that you can continue yeah, to get access. why don't you follow that step? And, and not get constant reminders from Polly's robot <laughs> for fucking days. Uh, but if you do that, then you can get access to all of our channels, hang out with us all the fucking time. It's a very easy process. Trust me, Arch made it easy for you to be able to book it over to the book club. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, listen, it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Divisional games are weird. Bengals don't have their magic from last year. Uh, Burrow lost his best receiver for a few weeks. Uh, Monday Night games on the road are tough. Uh, but yeah, I'm still taking the fucking Bengals. The, the Browns are just not a very good fucking team. Now, they run the ball well. Look at them that. Uh, Bengals are a mediocre rush defense. But other than that, the Browns just don't have much. Uh, Their rush defense is absolutely putrid. They give up a lot of points. Uh, Bottom half of the league and third down conversions uh, percentage. uh, One one of the more penalized teams in the league as well. They've lost four games in a row. And they're just kind of flailing about until Deshaun Watson gets there and he's eligible to play for the last few fucking weeks. Uh, By then, the season's going to be long gone for them. And and probably already is. You know what? Two and five. Uh, Two and five teams usually don't make the playoffs here. Bengals, they still need to win some games. This is a winnable game for them. You know, the loss of Chase is definitely a huge one for them, but there's some other targets for Burrow to connect with. Their running game is going to get it done today. Uh, this is not a vote of confidence on Cincinnati, <laughs> by the way. This is this is not a vote of confidence on Cincinnati. This is just more of an indictment of how bad the Browns are. $50 bet on the Bengals. Uh, I'll probably go both directions. You know, I just went through my questions, and I went through seven teams with two wins or less, Cleveland being one of those teams. I think they were hoping that they would limp their way through the first 11 games or 10 games to get to Deshaun Watson and maybe make a run. But at this point, the season's gotten away from them. I don't think they can make a run, particularly in the highly competitive AFC. The Bengals, you know, we keep talking about it. They've got those three losses by eight points. We keep throwing out words like luck factor and the magic. Luck, luck. I don't believe that to be the case. I believe this team is every bit as good as they were last year. They they improved that offensive line. Yes, they lost Jamar Chase, but they've got two really good wideouts. Hunter Hurst at tight end has really stepped up, uh, and they got two really good running backs. So I think the Bengals go into Cleveland, 
take care of business, cover that field goal. And so I am putting 50 bucks on the Bengals. All right. Well, we have a disagreement because I am jumping on the Browns plus three and a half for 50 bucks. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah. Figured you Cle- would. Cincinnati loves to play every game close. They love yeah, they, they love to see if they can lose a game. They, lo- they, they want to get as close as they can to a loss without touching it. That's just how they do it. And it's just a numbers game. If you keep playing close games, you're going to get burned a few times. It's time for them to get burned. Give me Cleveland plus three and a half. All right. World Series time, right? World Series time. Okay, so the game three. Um, you know what I love about the Phillies? Nothing? I, 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 no, there's something I love oh, about okay, the Phillies. Okay. Not, that, not their fans. The, the, their starting pitching strategy has been to take guys who couldn't lead the Mets to a title and hope that they can do it instead. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, yeah, you wash, rinse, rinse, repeat, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. uh, Zach Wheeler couldn't get it done in game two. So now it's time to turn to Noah Syndergaard for game three as the series shifts to Philly. Uh, now, listen, every game matters in the World Series. It's, it's every fucking game matters. But this one is fucking critical to Philadelphia. You know, the point of winning a game on the road in Houston is to get that home field advantage and keep that home field advantage. And so a loss today kind of makes that moot. Right. Uh, Syndergaard hasn't had a lot of action the past month or so, but, you know, he's he's looked much sharper in the, the, the time that he's been out there than he did for most of the season. He's going to match up against Lance McCullers Jr. Um, he's kind of had an up and down playoff so far. You know, he pitched brilliantly against the Mariners and then got fucking rocked by the Yankees. And we definitely know that this Phillies team is capable of doing some rocking of their own. But I like the Astros to outslug them today in Philly. Um, I think they go up 2-1 in the series and it's not chalky, uh, you know, enough for me to, to fade uh, Houston like I had been. So, yeah, $10 bet on the Astros. Yeah, the not chalky part makes you think the Phillies actually have a really good shot at winning this game. I go the opposite way and see a minus 135. Just feels like that's a value play on the Astros. You can't get away from the pitching matchup probably is relatively even, maybe an, an advantage to McCullers, who for all intents and purposes is fresh, right? He missed the first three-fourths of the season, came back, pitched really, really well. He's regressed a little bit here in the playoffs, but I expect him to put on his A game for probably the only game that he will start in this World Series. So I look for McCullers to take care of business, and I'll eat that chalk for 50 bucks on the Astros. Ooh, I think the Phillies back in game, you know, back back, back in Philadelphia to start start their little, you know, home stance. I think they're they're dangerous right now. I you know, I I remember 2015. I remember Syndergaard, he got the win against the Royals in that game. I remember that. So, uh put I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Phillies plus 118. Think they get this one. I think I'm then after that I'm probably cruising Houston for the rest of the series. All right. Let's see, moving on to what the association? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, yeah, a bunch of games on the board today. I'm, I'm going to look at two of them: Sacramento and Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte banged up, that's for sure. But I still like them to win this one. Uh, Kings have not shown to be any better than they were last year, even though they made all those trades. And you know, they know that we should. That we know that they struggle on the road. So I, I think uh, the 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 Hornet Bobcats at home with a, a plus money line is is the play. So a five dollar money line bet on the Hornets. Yeah, I I don't know what to think here. I, the Hornets are without Lamelo. They're without Terry Rozier. It's like who's is Gordon Hayward the guy? Is he supposed to play forty two minutes and score forty five points? I don't know. I. I don't like Sacramento at all, to your point, but without the top two scores for the Hornets, I really couldn't jump on them here. So I'll lean Charlotte, 
because they're at home, but I don't like this game. I'm leaning Charlotte with you, plus the three. I like that play. I think you probably cash it, though. It looks like you know, looking at some value here. I think here. they win. I think they win. Yeah. Uh, next one up, uh, you got Atlanta, Toronto, Hawks. Really haven't beaten anyone of challenging opponent status just yet this year, and I think I would consider Toronto to be in that, that category. Uh, Raptors record three and three, but they've had a really tough schedule and uh, we know that they play so well at home. But I th- I think Trey and the Hawks, they step up today. They get that win over a more challenging team. So a five dollar money line bet on Atlanta. And I look at the Hawks box score every time they play because I'm trying to figure out what they're doing outside of Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. And so far, it looks like not much. Trey Young and DeJounte Murray can pretty much ball hog, do whatever they want. And guys like, you know, John Collins, uh, get kind of get then you just kind of get the leftovers. Right. So I still think those two guys are enough. Like they go out there and put up what 60 to 80 points by themselves. Um, I think Toronto will have a little bit difficulty trying to contain those two in either case on the road, big test for Atlanta. I'll lean the Hawks, but not a game I'm on either. Another game I want to lean. I like that. Oh, man. Four and a half. If this gets up to five, I'm probably mm. going to bet it. <laughs> All right. Those are my two in the NBA. I got two. We'll start off with the Pacers at Brooklyn. This is the second game of a back-to-back in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's lost four in a row. They lost to these cut awful Pacers by nine points last time out. I think Brooklyn you know, rebounds and maybe gets the win here, but the eight and a half still feels like too many. I don't think the Pacers are as bad as I thought they were. This Manchurian kid that they drafted is playing lights out. Even coming off the bench, he's getting 30 plus minutes. Uh, I'd like him a lot. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Pacers plus the points. Not sure if Kyrie understands that the uh, commissioner of the league's name is Adam Silver. Don't, I, don't, I don't know if he realizes that Adam Silver is the commissioner of this league. Um, might want to watch what you post on your Twitter, Kyrie. Uh, listen, I think the Pacers have a chance to outright win this one. I really do. I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to lean the Pacers with the points, though. I still think the Pacers kind of stink. <laughs> I really do. And I'm I'm waiting for the Nets to wake up and play some basketball. I'll put 10 bucks on the Nets minus the eight and a half. Let's see if they can wake up. I'll, I'll message Kyrie. Yeah, send him a text. Uh, next game up, Houston is going against the Clippers. <laughs> I think there was all this hype about the Clippers, but we haven't seen a fully healthy Clippers yet. Kawhi's still out. John Wall's going to sit out the first of a back-to-back. So that puts all the pressure on Paul George to carry the weight. We haven't really seen him be healthy in his last game out. He played like absolute horseshit. Houston's lost four out of five, but the Clippers have lost three straight. Clippers probably win, but nine and a half feels like a tall order. So I'll take Houston plus the nine and a half for ten bucks. Another one where I think that there's a little bit of value maybe on the money line for Houston to, to upset and get a win here. I, I definitely think you're on the right side getting those points, though. So, uh, yeah, a lean on Houston with those points. You know, I'm going to jump on the Clippers minus the nine. I think they actually will wake up and, play and beat the Rockets or the Missiles. There we go. Uh, give me 10 bucks on the Clippers. Uh, quick, quick question. How, how, how much longer does your satanic spell last for? Do you I don't know. Like it was a little rocky. At some point, it was a little you know? iffy over the weekend. I don't know how Thought long it goes. So, yeah. I, yeah, well, I can yeah. I'll re-up if it goes eight and one over yeah. a week. Fuck, oh, I'll sure. do it every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> I think Arch just found the secret sauce here. Whatever. He gets to go after Satan? me. Whatever Panther does, <laughs> just fade Panther. <laughs> so winning. So win. if you fade Panther the last two weeks, you're like making money hand over fist. 
Yeah, especially when you put $25 on a money line. Fucking pricks. <laughs> put you in third place, unfortunately, son. So, uh, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, when I'm betting the NBA, there's definitely a chance, Panther. Right. Uh, that's all I got, Arch. That's all I had, too. Let's shoot over to hockey. Only three games on the board today, only one that I'm betting, and I'm going to take the Los Angeles Kings to beat the St. Louis Blues tonight. I know I have all that great uh, things to say about the St. Louis Blues in the offseason, how I think that they are, uh, they've are they got a, a chance to win the Stanley Cup, but I like the way that Los Angeles is playing better mm. than St. Louis right now, so I'm going to bet $10 on the Kings. Yeah, fuck the Blues. I think I bet on them twice, lost twice. Not a team that I'm real confident in right now, even at home. So with the Kings coming in, and it's not even a very chalky line for the Blues, makes me think the Kings actually have a really good chance here. I'll lean the Kings. I like it. I like it anytime people are raking up to see what St. Louis is really all about. This is the number two city in Missouri. <laughs> uh, that's it. Panther, you betting anything in the NHL? Yeah, let's take a look at these two young teams. Detroit's going to Buffalo. You know, you know I don't – both of them are coming up coming out pretty good so far in the early part of the season, but I still don't think Detroit has staying power. I like what I've seen out of Buffalo though at home only, I mean, only minus one forty. That's a lot for Buffalo at home, but I think the Sabres can take care of the Red Wings. So I'll put 10 bucks on Buffalo. The values on Detroit here. I do worry about them playing on the road and yeah, yeah you're right. Buffalo has uh, played above my expectations. I, I didn't think that they were going to be, dreadful this year um but yeah i i i think the values on detroit i'm gonna lean the red wings i was hoping there would be a plus line here somewhere there's no yeah. no point in betting the capitals right i i i yes is there yes yes, yes you yes. bet the capitals today mm. absolutely you bet the capitals today i'm not gonna do it but you can <laughs> a big, a big carolina big, team big time lean on capitals i think with that big you know 150 plus line i think so yeah. i like your bravado with my wallet max i love it i yeah it's great it's great well you got satan on your side i don't there we go yeah any comments to speak of max oh my god let's run through all these because i'm being challenged left and right so you are let's just go through this you know, you know i'm always with kyle's listening so of course oh. i am uh let's see uh nardak saying most of indiana is only one lane rory saying happy halloween fellas let's fuck some witches today Oh, I like that. Uh, Rory says, I love sluts. Uh, Philly saying, uh, Philly the kid saying, Ayo, the champion has arrived. Um, let's see. Uh, King Kyle saying, was definitely surprised with the Kyler stuff. He actually did play pretty well. Maybe his internet was down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Philly saying, somebody from the Cardinals organization borrowed a government issue signal jammer from the hotel. Um, Let's see. Uh, Kyle saying, go fucking birds, Maxwell. See, that's the first challenge of the day. Who's your daddy saying Heineke playing with a chip on his shoulder? That's for fucking sure. That's that's right. Even, even though the three game uh, wing streak did start when the commanders uh, beat the the Bears three weeks ago. And, and uh, Carson Wentz had that massive 99 yard throwing game. So <laughs> that's when the win streak started. Uh, Philly kid saying, uh, wish he would get that Heineken sponsorship man match made in heaven that is correct uh let's see yeah nardog uh, asking about ap and uh, oj yeah those are the two guys i was referring to that he's tied to with uh, uh for the uh, the most uh, 200 yard uh, rushing games um let's see king, king kyle saying the only person who maybe has a better match is russell wilson and old western movies uh, ap should be sponsored by a lumberyard pick oh. your switch son <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, King Kyle writing commercials here. Hot, humid day. You can see a blurry desert in the distance. The old Western music starts playing. You hear some spurs jingle in the distance. You hear a bank train going by. Ready to rob the train is a band of outlaws out in front of this group of banditos. Is number three as they're about to rob the train. All six of them are on their horses. And all you hear is Wilson say, Broncos country. Let's ride. And then he falls off his horse. And then he falls off his horse, I'm sure. Uh, Philly saying, uh, Max, of course, the Niners are Super Bowl contenders with Jimmy G at the helm. Yeah, well, probably. Yeah, probably. I still I still think that Gino is, uh, is the best quarterback over there. Um, let's see. Jeez, let's, let's scroll down. Uh, uh, Cal, uh, Ken Kyle saying Cowboys D is a falsity. Philly kid agreeing. Um, scrolling down. Let's see. Uh, Nardoc saying not impressed when a team scores 29 on a team that scores 49. The D was probably taking it easy. I I, I think to Arch's sentiment, though, like really, if you look at the, the way that they're playing, they just look better offensively. They look a lot like, better uh, yeah, offensively. They just, they just look like they could, they're capable of making plays. Like for most of the season, they weren't. I don't think that they could right. actually make a, a, a planned play. Like, right, you know, right, right. they couldn't execute. Don't now listen, they are. Don't listen to the Jimmy G cult. They think that's a good quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm just scrolling down here. And then I then I get into uh, there's a lot of more just Cowboys talk and all that. So, all right. OK, so now let's well, real quick. Let's talk about the World Series here because this is where kyle goes at me i said this is a critical critical game because the point of winning a, a game on the road in the first two games is so you can keep your home field advantage now he's he's going the math route it's like well if the phillies take two or three at home they just got to win one more in houston that's the fucking point i'm making you already got home field advantage don't lose this one just win these fucking games in philadelphia that's all you gotta fucking do to win the goddamn series because you won one in houston you don't want to go back to houston to win another one that's the fucking point and now we're done we talked about the NFL on Sunday. We talked about Monday Night Football tonight, the World Series tonight, the NBA tonight, NHL tonight. Max, that is it. That is it. Download and listen to every single episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Betting Absolute. Uh, no matter where you listen to, please, highest rating, come subscribe. Panther, time for you to take us home. I will give to you today the Los Angeles Kings of the NHL. LA Kings. Uh, Arch, what do you got? Browns plus three and a half. I already knew what you were going to do. You're going to make sure I didn't take the Bengals. <laughs> I'm just trying to save the people. <laughs> save the people. I'll fuck it up anyway. Um, let's go with... God, you didn't agree with me on jack shit, so... Fade fuck me. The people. I, yeah, fade, fade me. Give me the Houston Astros minus the 135. Uh, we got the Cleveland Browns and the LA Kings. That is your degenerate parlay. I mean, I, I think I get more talk time on my outro than I do the whole other 35 minutes of the show. I really like thank you guys for allowing me to come in here and just give you the outro. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. <laughs>